Blog Talk Radio. Okay, praise God. Welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. Shalom to you. January 30th, 2024 at 8.30 p.m. This is our second segment of Come Out of These Dead Churches. We're also going to have a, a powerful teaching on marriage and what does the Bible say about marriage. But the Lord moved on my heart to tra- teach on dating. How does you date a person if you're a Christian? And believe me, I wish I would have learned this a long time ago. I wouldn't. Have, I would have not made a lot of mistakes that I made. And um, I'm going to share that with each, each and every one of you. But my heart has really, really been moved to do this as God was ministering to me. The Lord is concerned about his people. And I want to say this before we get started. Christians in America, not all of you, but the majority of them don't study the Bible, follow anything, both black, white, purple, pink. It is ridiculous. I have a site on LiveDeliverance.com on, on the Facebook. Only four people have been looking at it. You need to watch the whole thing because you got pastors in Africa making people get on their knees and eating grass and slinging people troughs of chairs, and they call this a deliverance. you got another African-American church here, uh, you know, in indicator somewhere here on New Year's Eve, they said they was going to walk it out, and they was dancing with rap music. This is absurd. Satan is attacking the black church, the, the, the yellow church, the Indians, the, the white church in America. He's attacking all races of people who called it upon the name of the Lord, and especially these pastors that call themselves evangelicals. You might as well say it's racist southern Christians. That's basically what it is, because it is not in the Bible to call someone an evangelical. That is no scriptural basis at all to recognize a person as an evangelical. And I want to put this out because a lot of you don't really study the Bible. Not all of you. Now, I'm not talking about those who study, but you really, most Christians that I meet don't know the Bible. They have no clue of the Bible. I've been doing this since 2010. And all I see when I'm ministering to somebody, I, you know, I, I run a check test and say, go to Zaphonar. And I see how uh, they be fumbling through the Bible, and I say, give me Micah. And they still be fumbling. They don't know the word. And they sit under so many of these preachers that they're being controlled. And a lot of you are being controlled by your pastor. A lot of you go to church based on a, a, a tradition that your mama sent you and your uncle been a Southern Baptist. I, I remember one time I was with uh, a brother, and he carried me to a convention, and this Christian said, I'm going to die Baptist, but you're going to probably go to hell as a Baptist. Uh, a, lot, a lot of Christians call themselves Christians, and I doubt their Christianity. And if they do, there must be a spirit of error who's claiming that Donald Trump is a Christian. Look at here. That's far from Christianity. And a lot of Christians are behind supporting Donald Trump. I don't recognize them as Christians. Because the ones who are very stubborn, very ignorant to the spirit, they see something from their fleshly mind that attracts themselves from old Trumpy. But if you're a Christian and you're supporting this bastard, 
he's a bastard according to the Bible, uh, you are supporting the child of Satan. I said, the Lord told me to share with this brother, uh, I said, I hate that which is evil. He said, that's not the Lord. God, he hated Esau. He's saying, Esau, I hate. Yes, he did. God said that. Esau, I hate. Where is in the Bible that God says, Esau, I hate? In the Bible, it says, Esau, I hate. Yea, uh, yea, yea, wherein thou hast loved us. Was not Esau, Jacob's brother, said the Lord? Yet I loved Jacob, and I hated Esau, and laid his mountains in his heritage, where for the waste of the dragon of the wilderness. Let me say this again. God hates evil. And uh, Mr. James Jones, the uh, Christian who told me that Stonewall Jackson was a good man, which is ignorant, and this is a, a Christian. And I, I, I see a big difference. Uh, I got healed by a white brother in the Lord out of Finland. He healed me. The whole family healed me. Kind, very nice. And they don't act like these Christians over here. I don't know what this is. And a lot of people can call themselves Christians and not be Christians. If you don't know the word, you're definitely not a Christian. A lot of you have confessed that Jesus is Lord, but you don't go no further. You don't read the Bible. You don't have no sense of discernment of the Holy Spirit. You believe anything. And it was very appalling. And I was very galvanized to see these pastors in Africa pulling women's dress, uh, panties down and saying that this is how you're going to get a wife, uh, a husband. That's lost. You don't do a sister in Christ like that. And you got uh, Christians over here in America loving T.D. Jakes. T.D. Jakes is not a preacher. He says he's evolving. There's no such thing as that in the Bible. You got Kenneth Copeland, the biggest hustler that ever hit this nation. Paula White supposed to be... Uh, Donald Trump's spiritual advisor. How are you going to be a spiritual advisor with a man ain't even saved? And I'm calling this out. We have a so-called, uh, I cut him off when he told me that Jesus was ivory, and he was preaching Trump, Trump, Trump. Matter of fact, he named his son Donald Trump Jr., uh, Omega Man Radio. He called me recently and wanted me to come back on the radio. Well, we can go just different. We can agree and disagree. That's not in the Bible. He calls himself Omega Man Radio. He's not the first and the last. He don't even speak in tongues. And this is a lot of foolishness. But people like to follow stuff like that. So I want you to know that you will destroy yourself when you don't know the Bible. You will destroy yourself if you are under a pastor that has no revelation at all to his sermon. None. Zero revelation. No revelation. And when you listen to something... You have to be very, very, very attention and close attention, pay attention when people are saying things. Because we are at a time now that we have to test everything. And when you don't read the Bible and test things, the Bible says that you can really get deceived by the spirit of error, which is written in 1 John 4, 6. And as I came across this sermon, the Lord moved in my spirit 
to really encounter and show you scriptures out the Bible of what I'm saying. People need to learn how to test the spirits. The Bible says in 1 John 4, 1, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. When you are able to test the spirit, you can you know if it's a false prophet or not. T.D. Jakes is not a, 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 a pastor. He's not a prophet. He's an entertainer. This watered-down version of the gospel will send a lot of people to hell. Joe Osteen, everything's good, and God is good, and God loves everybody. This is a facade. This is something that Satan has put in the body of Christ, and you Christians need to really learn how to test the spirit. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 11, 4, For he that cometh preaching another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit which ye have not received, or another gospel. And that's where the false pastors come in at teaching another gospel that's not the gospel. If you would go on my website, and if you pay close attention, and go to www.livedeliverance.com, and go to the blog talk, and go all the way down, you see 10 pastors in Africa. And these African pastors are doing some Oh, man, so horrendous things to these people. Uh, eating grass. Putting a foot on a woman's stomach and pushing her. Pastor lifts up and throw the woman, the man, across the table. That's called deliverance. This is this is radicalized by demonic spirits because that's, that's not how God uh, tells us how to cast out demons. And what happened is that we have another Jesus that's working about doing his thing. And if you don't know the scriptures, you better learn how to know the scriptures, and you definitely better learn how to discern from the Holy Spirit what you're listening to and who you're listening to. When I speak, I'm going to give you scripture after scripture. I'm a Bible man. Give me Bible. Don't give me religion. Don't give me your church tradition. I need Bible. Basic instructions before leaving earth. False apostles are everywhere today, and they choke the life out of harmless Christians many times with their titles, their offerings, and varieties of mixture of self-style gospel that caters to the imagination of the flesh by speaking a prosperity message that's distorted because prosperous in the Bible means lots of things besides money. And the word is the best way to protect yourself and understanding the word of God. The Bible can be revealed to you just as it was revealed to the apostle Paul. Paul says, I neither received it nor by man, neither was I taught it by man, but by Jesus Christ, Galatians 1.12. Please read your Bible, learn how to fast, study the scriptures and a lot of people ask me, Pastor Overton, who do you listen to? I listen to Derek Prince. That's all. I listen to Derek Prince, Frank Hammond, Winworthy. That's it. I listen to Pastor Earl White. I listen to Pastor Steve Lee. People who are on my station that I know is not bringing this type of distorted gospel to people. I wouldn't let nobody 
get on my radio station with a distorted gospel. Notice I don't have a lot of people because when you get in all these different uh, people uh, teaching certain things and, and if you see it's off, far off from the Holy Spirit, you, you don't need to deal with that. The Bible says something that's very interesting. The words is the best way to protect yourself by studying the word. These, these was more noble than men. When the apostle Paul went to Berea, B-E-R-E, Berea, they said that these was more noble than all in Thessalonians and that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. There are many false pastors out here using the name of Jesus Christ in order to make gang and to make money, gangsayers. And they are going to go straight to hell. I don't want you going to hell with them. The Bible speaks of pastors that's destroying God's people. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. How God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth. God, we thank you that you have anointed the son Jesus of Nazareth who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, according to Acts 10.38. I take authority over every demonic spirit that will come against this teaching. Lord, use me as your oracle. I come up against the spirit of distraction, the spirit of soulfulness, the spirit of sleepiness, tiredness. I bind all distractions so the Bible can be clear, for it is written, He that have an ear, let him hear, said the Lord. I bind all demonic demons and all demonic spirits and principalities through the airways that will try to block this ministry through voice bouncy or electrical spirits. We give all honor and glory to you, our Lord and Savior, Yeshua the Messiah, Jesus of Nazareth, we pray. Amen. We need to first deal with scriptures. What does the scriptures tell us about false pastors? There's a lot of scriptures in the Bible that can warn you about these type of people. Please go to www.livedeliverance.com and go to uh, Facebook. You'll see Kenneth Copeland running around talking about uh, he quoted, we wrestled not against, and he quoted the scriptures wrong, Kenneth Copeland. He could not justify why he has two or three pains, and he buys a plane from uh, this black actor who has a cross-dresser, and which is against scripture for any man to cross-dress and put women's clothes on, and uh, Tyler Perry. And I saw on the video with Tyler Perry uh, takes T.D. Jakes, and he starts shaking because he's getting a million dollars. That's why he's shaking, acting like the Holy Spirit on you. All this is phony, phony baloney. Don't buy it. Let's look at what the Bible says about what God will do to these types of pastors. According to Jeremiah in the King James Version, I use the King James Version. I do not use or tell any of my members or people who follow me, don't read the Amplified Version of the Bible. Everything is wiped out, taken out. The NIV, the New King, I read the King James. Well, I can't understand it. Well, it's not for you to understand because the natural man does not understand the things of the Spirit, 1 Corinthians 2.14. It has to be revealed to you. Fast, pray, cleave to the Word, meditate there, and I don't be deceived. Because the Bible speaks of a lot of pastors that's not real true pastors. So let's look at some of this in Scripture. In the book of Jeremiah, chapter 34 through 38, it says, Howl, ye shepherds, and cry. And wallow yourselves in the ashes, ye principles of the flock, for the days of your slaughter and of your disparities and accomplishments, and ye shall fall like a pleasant vessel, 
And the shepherds still have no way to flee, nor the principle of the flock to escape. And then he says, a voice of the sit of the cry of the shepherds and a howling of the principle of the flock shall be the herd. For the Lord have spoiled these pastures. And the peaceable inhabitations are cut down because of the fierce anger of the Lord. He has forsaken his covenant as the lion for their land and desolate because of the fierceness of the oppressor and because of his fierce anger. God does not want to see any of you being deceived with people who call themselves Christians. I want to say and recapitulate some things that I said yesterday. There is no scripture in the Bible that you can say evangelical. And mostly the uh, white America, white Americans, not in Europe. Now, if you're overseas, you may think I'm, I'm racist. I'm not racist. If you're in a foreign country, in a European country, you don't know. If you've never been over here in America, you don't know what's going on over here. So I really would advise that you just pay attention. In certain uh, countries, they have the movement, different demons that suppress Christianity in different countries. Uh, Finland is very heavily with the Lutheran church, which is so out of, of scripture is ridiculous. And then you have uh, religions that's really not Christianity, but they cleave themselves or call themselves religions, such as Centuria, which is in Haiti. That's not Christianity. God does not want any of you to sit under a pastor who's going to drain your money. Another scripture concerning this issue is in Jeremiah chapter six, chapter 50, I'm sorry, verse 6. It says, my people are lost sheep. Watch this. Their shepherds have led them astray, guiding them the wrong way in the mountains. They have wandered from mountain to hill. They have forgotten their resting place. Well, who is their resting place? The Lord Jesus. Come all unto me who are heavily laden, I shall give you rest, Matthew eleven twenty eight. If you have a false doctrine that you're listening to and that it's been watered down, God does not like that. It is your job to study, to show yourself approval. A workman who not needed to be shamed, but rightly correcting the word of truth of the word of God, Second Timothy 2.15. And God has some very strong words with these pastors. As I said in I, uh, Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 6, my people are lost sheep. They lost, and which they are. For an African pastor to tell his uh, members to go and eat grass, and people will go do that, just as well as these white Christians here, not the ones in Europe, because there's some very beautiful people. I, I don't know how, <laughs> what happened here. So if you're in a foreign country, I'm not coming up against no race of people because I'm dealing with the black church and the white church and the Indian. It doesn't matter. I have to get this out because it's my responsibility to teach the word in season and out of season. And when you are being a Christian and you call yourself a Christian and you following an unsaved man, and then you say that he's a Christian, which is Donald Trump. That man is not a Christian. And these evangelical movements, all it is is white racism, white Southern Baptists or white people here in America that call themselves Christians that don't want to give up the coat, and the coats are changing. And the Lord will move 
a, a race and he'll replace a race and he'll put one on top, he'll put one on the bottom. Only God can stop this. But the Christians here in America who claim to be born-again Christians and want Donald Trump, all they want to do is stay in power and oppress the minority, which will be the majority, and that's coming. We have Christians in America that give all their money to these preachers, and they get nothing out of it. I met a lady. She, I said, how long have you been in this prosperity church? She said, oh, about 10 years. And she said, I added up all what I have given in 10 years. It equals to be about $75,000. And I said, why were you there? Well, he said to give him $200 so he can pray for my healing. Jesus says you are bought with a price. See, anytime you got money mixed with the Spirit of God, the money is, is, the, is the root of all evil. That's not Christianity. I don't get on here and beg people for any money. You never heard me say that. You never heard me say, Give me a call right now and send in $150, and I'll give you a word. They call in, In nine months, they're going to push it way back because they want you to forget it. And I have seen these type of prosperity doctrines up front. I was with a church, Greater Work International Ministries, and this pastor got on his on my site. And he said, send in $190, and I will uh, send you some scriptures to get here. That's a bunch of junk. I also seen at this church uh, people, they make and get in lines to sacrifice double their offerings in order for God to do something with you. Do you know that the Bible says in Philippians 4.19 that God will supply all your needs? So what is it that you're giving all these ministers your money to get something when Jesus has already paid the price for it? Scriptural reference says in uh, the book of Philippians 4.19 but my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Very deceptive for a pastor to tell you that and to make you go in certain lines to give money for a certain offering. God is not no um, uh, uh, fiduciary or a, a stock market. God's kingdom is not based on that. And it is very, very sad that I see people peddling this, okay? And it, it's, it's sad. It is very, very sad. There's another scripture in Jeremiah chapter 51, verse 23 of the King James Version. The Bible says, God says, I will also break in pieces with thee the shepherd and his flock. And with thee will I break in pieces the husbandman and his yoke of oxen. And with thee will I break in pieces captains and rulers. That means these are people in positions of the church that he's going to break in peace. There are good pastors and there are bad pastors. You need to know which one that you're setting up under. Another thing I noticed that pastors do, they leave out the deliverance ministry. And then they will go, and they've been trained by man with the theology uh, I don't believe in going to school for being to become a, a theologian. They, they are some very ignorant, educated enemies of God. God never called no theologian, not one that I know of in the Bible. Paul knew the Old Testament. He was a murderer. And God took 
that and turned it around. And Paul did not deceive anybody. Jesus says, take heed. And Jesus answered and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you. Matthew chapter 24, verse 4. The Lord don't want anybody to deceive you. I work with a Christian named James Jones. And he was so twisted that I had to labor and minister to him and tell him, uh, Donald Trump lost the election. No, he didn't. The pastor so and didn't want to hear that. Then I knew another one, Brother Paul. This brother, I, I was doing ministry, been on him for 14 years, gave money to the ministry, helped me in time of need, sent computers and whatever. And I was astonished when I asked him about, uh, I said, I need to share something with you. I don't want to talk about no politics because he wants to vote Ramasamy, and he's a Christian. That doesn't match to support a man that's very evil such as Donald Trump. That man is not a Christian. But people fall for anything when you don't know the Bible. Now, there's another scripture that the Bible says concerning this. The Lord says in Luke 4.18, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has set me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captivity, and recovering of the sight of blind, and to set at liberty them that are bruised, or hurt, afflictions, uh, sorrow, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. That ain't got, that's far from what we see today in the body of Christ. Most of these pastors are ordained by themselves or they have been to school and not been sanctioned by Christ. And if you have a pastor that does not do the qualifications that Jesus says that a pastor must do, because it's in the Bible that Jesus says when he ordained the twelve what he ordained them to do. Now, the God's word says in John 14 and 11, what I should do, you should do, and you should do greater things than that. Pastors don't deal with this scripture here, not the real ones. In the book of Mark, King James Version, Mark chapter 3, verse 13 to 15, the Bible says, And he goeth up into a mountain, and called unto him whom he would, and they came unto him. In Mark chapter 3, verse 14, And he ordained twelve, that they should be with him, and that he might send them to preach, that's one, to have powers to heal sickness, that's two, and to cast out devils, that's three. If you don't see that in your church, please leave. Now, let me get on the African-American church, and then I'm going to get on the white church and the Indians and everybody else in America. If you are overseas, stay out of this because you don't live in this country. I have dominion as an apostle in my country. I don't have dominion in Ireland. I don't have dominion. I don't have that authority. But I am an American citizen, and I know what I'm dealing with because I've seen racism in the church. I have seen performances. I was once Roman Catholic, and I thank God I got out of that Catholicism. There are people that are following these pastors, and these pastors will send you straight to hell. There is nowhere in the Bible that God requires you to give a sacrificial offering, a love offering. It's always something to pull your, your money. When I get on here, I just say at the end of the service, sow a seed if the Lord move on your heart. I do that because I don't want anyone, and I have to set an example. What I teach, I have to live. I don't depend on no one to send me no money. 
I depend on the Lord. As a matter of fact, I'm not doing this for money. I'm doing this because I have a calling to do. And God has met my needs. Let me give you an example. If you teach the word, if you call yourself coming into ministry, please don't follow these prosperity uh, pastors. I had a problem, and I've never taught prosperity. My TV went out. I had a general electric 65 inch, and I would love to watch that after I get off air, after I get through ministering to people. I like to uh, let the Holy Spirit minister to me, and I would love to go to Google and type in Alexander Scorby, and I would let him read the scriptures and I listen to my spirit. I said, Lord, I can't even watch it no more. The Lord sent the brother and the Lord to send me a brand new 65-inch TV. I didn't have any food here at my home, none. I never told anybody to send me nothing. A sister in the Lord told me, I heard you on radio, and I found out where you was at. This sister owns a, a, a grocery store, and she told me, here, today I got mangoes, juice, because I was getting ready to go on a fast, and God used this sister. She said, the Lord told me to come by here. I could, Every time I go, go, she said, I kept getting an unction in my spirit to come to see you. And she had a truck. She said, get everything you want. And I said, I had asked the Lord. I said, Lord, I want to fast. I got much food. I needed a car. I had a 1996 Ford Taurus. The engine went out, gone. I had a brother in the Lord, my best friend who lived here in my home for three years, Brother Linnell Lucas. He got a new car. He said, brother, here. I put a transmission in it, and God met my needs. See, I don't have to preach up money. I just need to teach the gospel. So if you're listening to a pastor that's constantly coming to you with money, constantly got all these programs, then it really hurts me to see people are in need at these churches when they give. They don't get nothing out of it. Before I got on air, I started this ministry at at Southern Regional, not Southern Regional, uh, South Food Medical Center. I was an assistant chaplain there. South Fulton Medical Center, and I was a assistant chaplain, and I was working because I was waiting on my disability, and I really got into the ministry, and God showed me a lot of things with these pastors. I have seen pastors go visit the sick, walk in there, say a few words, and walk out of there. Robert Tilton, they said that they had many letters that this, this hypocrite, it was a so-called a prosperity message. Don't you do that right now. You're sitting in that $1,000 right now, and you sow that seed right now. Don't get caught up in that because you don't have to give money to him to get healed from God. And the Bible has mentioned about woe to the foolish pastors who destroyed my sheep, and they are destroying the sheep, and God is retaliating. This is why God is calling out a lot of these pastors. This is why their sins are being called out. Now, I want to tell you something, according to the Bible. In Numbers chapter 32, verse 23, let's read that. Numbers 32, 23. Numbers chapter 32, verse 23, King James Version. Let's look at this. But if ye will not do so, behold, ye have sinned against the Lord, and be sure your sin will find you out. And that's what's happening right now to T.G. Jakes. His sin's finding him out. 
Tilton, God caught up with him. He, he ain't on the air no more. Here come another one that I really know, because he used to be a member of Fellowship of Faith Church, Creflo Dollar. And I was at the Bible study when Pastor Wayne, he got up there, he said, I'm going to go start my ministry, and he wanted he want that money, Dollar. They said that's why his name is Dollar. It is sad to see him and Leroy Thompson get on stage on YouTube. Just go to YouTube and put up Leroy Thompson and uh, Creflo Dollar. They dancing on money. And these Christians are constantly giving their money at the thing. I saw one man, he gave his wallet. Hurry up, give me your wallet. What do you want? That's not how you do it. People tie into the church. They should have money for the storehouse for you. That's right. You are involved at a church. That pastor's job, okay, is to make sure that your spiritual needs are taken care of and make sure that you need some help with finances, your bills, that they're supposed to give you money and not have you to pay it back. Before I was moving into the wrong direction in ministry, I, my ministry grew at South Fulton Medical Center, and it grew and it grew and it grew. And as I left, the Lord moved me out of there. I, I learned a lot about deliverance there for three years. And I had like 30 members that were at my house packed. And it was centiles and offerings. And I had it set up where if you're a member and you're with this ministry for six months, after that, if you need any financial assistance, I'll be able to help you. I didn't have to tell the people, show me proof, because Ananias dropped dead by lying within the Holy Ghost. And I gave it by believing. Now, if they got the wrong intentions, God knows how to deal with them. But at least I had money. And that's what I'm trying to do here today with my radio ministry. I don't get enough offerings to set up to help other people because people don't want to give to this type of doctrine. This is why I learned how to trust in the Lord. But I don't want you to have yourself in a position to give your money for something that God has already can do for you without his approval. If you are at a church and you make your tithes and you've been there five or ten years, you should be able to contact that pastor and say, my light's off. The church is supposed to be able to pay your bills. That's biblical. But they don't want to explain that to you. I'm going to expose them on this. The word of God says something very interesting in Malachi chapter 3, verse 8, the sins of the people. In Malachi chapter 3, 8, it says, Will a man rob God? Yea, ye have robbed me. But ye say, Wherein have ye robbed thee? Now watch this. Very, very powerful. How we rob thee in tithes and offerings. And in verse 9, it says, Ye are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. If you tithe, meet your needs. That pastor is supposed to have money to help you when you are in need because it says it in the Bible. In Malachi 3.10 it says, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house and prove me now herewith says the Lord of hosts if I will not open you up a window of heaven and pour upon you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. You're supposed to be able to go to your pastor, and you've been there, and he's supposed to give you the money to help you. They don't do that. I see pastors in these churches, the poor people volunteer to clean up. they got a clean-up committee. they got you working. 
the Bible says a workman is not labor is not working if it's higher. They don't even give the people gas money. I want to be able to uh, give my cyber members money. I don't have enough income to come in. The Lord told me he will deal with that because that's my desire to help people. I got people who has helped me, and I'm going to help them when I get my uh, my blessing. I'm going to give back. I'm going to help Sister Sheila, Sister Durden. Uh, I'm going to help Brother Sammy. Uh, I got a settlement coming. I'm going to help people who help me and tell them thank you. And I want to establish enough funds in my ministry so that if you're a men- member here, if you need anything for financial assistance, the Bible says bring in the storehouse that there may be meat. The church is supposed to help you when you give your money, not just to teach you. You may have a financial crisis. If you tithe, the Bible says bring in the money for the storehouse, right? Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that they may be meat in my house. Now, if you look at Deuteronomy 8.18, this is going to knock out the so-called prosperity ministries. Let's look at this. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18, King James Version. The Bible says, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. Now watch this. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. Now it's not for yourself. It's not for these pastors to be riding Mercedes and Lincolns and they see the church members starving, catching a bus. I knew of a lady catch a bus to Creflo Dollar. She told me that she didn't get one dime, but he was able to give attention to other people when they're tithing and sitting in the first seat. They had a boxer there used to go there, and he tithed his money, and now he's not there no more. I bet you if he called Dollar to get a dime, he won't give him a, a nothing. You can't allow this. You can't, you can't be in a, a, a congregation like that if you're sowing a seed, and they're supposed to help you. Another thing that these false pastors do is they always promote you to sow a seed. Now, that's the biggest lie that I have seen since I've been a Christian and how they pervert the scriptures. The Bible says we must rightly divide the word of truth. And these hypocritical gangsters, thugs, that's I call them thugs, none but thugs, take the parable of the sower and pervert that whole teaching and try to influence you to make you give money. Here's how they say it. Sow a seed, sow a seed. They always say about sow a seed. But it's not financial that he's talking about. Let's look. He's talking about the word of God. If God gives us the establishment to get wealth for his what? It ain't for you. It's for his covenant to establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. Again, Deuteronomy 8.18, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. I don't have a lavish lifestyle. I have a 2001 Ford Taurus. I put a transmission in it for $700. The Lord gave it to me. If it wasn't the Lord looking after me, I would be poor and broke, depending on how I teach. But the Lord told me, don't look at the numbers. Just teach my word. 
Because if one can get saved, I've done my job. I'm not in this to gain money. I'm so grateful that I used to be. I'm not proud of my past. I used to be a drug dealer. I used to be a hardcore gangster. And all I was about was money. I didn't have had those things. And it does not give you peace. That is perverting the gospel with this, these scriptures that they use here. Let me show you how they, how they pervert it. They teach this. Go to Mark chapter 4, verse 1. And he began to teach by the seaside, and there was gathered unto him a great multitude, so that he entered into a ship and set in the sea, and the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. And he taught them many things by parables, and said unto them in his doctrine, not man's doctrine, in the Lord's doctrine, he says, Hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow, and it came to pass, as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air came and devoured it. And some fell on stony grounds, where it had not had much earth, and immediately it sprang up, because it had no depth of earth. That has nothing to do with money. He's talking about when you're sowing a seed through the word of God, that if you don't have the proper foundation, Satan can take the word right out your heart. He's not talking about money with this chapter. And some fell on stony ground. Now, the Bible said, work out your own salvation with trembling and fear. Break up your fallow ground. That's in the scriptures. Break up your fallow ground. That ain't got nothing to do with money. King James Version, break up your fallow ground. In Hosea chapter 10, verse 12, very, very powerful scripture. It says, sow to yourself in righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground. For it is time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. Break up your what? Ground. Now, what I just said, and hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. He's talking about the word of God. Break up things that's going to make you uh, not tithe. Break up the fallow ground. That's sin. And these pastors will take this and they will turn it and flip it and pervert the gospel to get your money. The sword has nothing to do with finances. And some stood on stony grounds where it had much earth and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched. And because it had no root, it withered away. That's a Christian. These are, this is a Christian life. When they read the Bible, some people quit. Some people give up. The devil attack them. This ain't got nothing to do with money. But sowing and weeping. And they use sowing and weeping very eloquently and constructively to oppress you and to steal your money. I don't believe a pastor should live a lavish lifestyle. I want my lifestyle after death. They ain't casting out no demons. You got these pastors getting two jets. They ain't even cast. They can't even raise the dead. I don't believe that God wants a pastor to be like caught up with all that money, because the money is the root of all evil. If I had a, a, some, a lot of money, I'll just anybody, everybody who tied to me, I'll distribute to them at the end of the year a check. And I did that when I had a church, but God told me I don't. I didn't call you to do this. I call you for internet radio. 
And as I moved out of South Fulton, I went to Phoenix Boulevard with an office. And I was young with the Lord. I was trying. And as you get mature with the Lord, I learned to hear and follow him, not my ways. So I'm renting out a, a, a building over here on Phoenix Boulevard in College Park. And the Lord told me, get, I didn't tell you to do that. Leave that, break that contract, and send the radio ministry in back of here. And I set it up. I don't have to pay up for a building. That's being led of the Lord. But this perversion about sowing a seed is not the proper interpretation. And then in Mark 4, 5, and some fell on stony grounds where it had not much earth, and immediately it sprung up because it had no depth of earth. Now, how are you going to compare that with money? It's foolishness. It's nothing but the work of the devil. A lot of oratorical pastors. Oh, boy, they're oratorical. Good evening. I'd like to thank you for coming here to We Seat Baptist Church. My name is Dr. Leroy Montgomery. And we gathered here today with the doxology and hallelujah. That's religion. Man-made religion with the devil. I'm not a religious man. I'm a Christian. Christianity and being religious is two things. Without holiness, it is impossible to see God. And I also notice that these people that uh, follow these types of, uh, of ministry, always lack with sickness, never get healed. Never, I ain't never seen Creflo Dollar heal nobody. I ain't never seen Creflo Dollar lay hands on somebody and cast out demons. He ain't going to do that. And Kenneth Copeland ain't going to do it. They, they don't have the anointing. And they have a good, beautiful tongue that can speak so elegant. That's why the Germans got deceived with Hitler, because he was an outstanding speaker. Jesus is not interested in sounding words. Jesus is interested in us being a Christian to follow him. I do believe in the pastor's position, Ephesians 4.11, 2 Corinthians 12.28, pastors, teachers, yes, but there are some bad ones. And God has warned us to be on alert with these types of ministers. As we see in Jeremiah 23, verse 1 says, Woe be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pastor, says the Lord. And I'm seeing this. People are going to these different churches. They don't want to go to a church that's really word-orientated because it's going to make you change. People want to hear a gospel that is softened, a gospel that is comfortable to them, and a gospel that will send you to hell, which is another Jesus. And that gospel is dangerous to the body of Christ. Now, I have a brother in the Lord that I learned so much from him. They don't have that problem in Finland. They have the Lutheran demon in Finland. I did not know that because I've never been to Finland in my life. And in the south, you've got the Southern Baptists down here. They they ruled slavery for 400 years. So everybody who said they're a Christian, everybody a pastor is not a pastor. But if you do have a pastor that operate like this, judgment will come to them. God says, woe be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pastors, saith the Lord. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God of Israel, against the pastors that feed my people, you have scattered my flock and driven them away, and have not visited them. Not one time when I was a hospital chaplain, I would have to go and see these wounds. This is how I learned this sermon. And I was a chaplain, I had to go in the rooms and minister to them. I went in the room, and this pastor came, and I moved, stepped out. I was, in, I was trained that if a pastor come to visit the sick, step back and let him minister. And, he's, and I had my chaplain thing on, and, 
How you doing, brother? I did not recognize him, brother, because I didn't know his spirit. I said, how you doing, sir? I don't know his spirit. And this man came in, and how you doing? Hey, Pastor, you were so happy to see him. He sat there five minutes, and Lord bless her, and God bless her, and walked on out. That's not ministry. And the lady said, I give my tithes. I pay $246 every two weeks. She said, I needed some uh, money, and I needed some help. And I called the church, and the church pastor said, I'll get back with you. That woman never got one dime. But she put money to pay their pockets. So you, if you support them, if they're not feeding you the word of God, why support piss and dung? Second Kings 18.27. It's piss and dung. Give me Bible. Second Kings chapter 18, verse 26 and 27, King James Version. Now watch this. This is, this is powerful. Very, very, very powerful verse. But Rashika, 2 Kings 18, 27, But Rashika said unto them, Have my master sent me to thy master and to thee to speak these words? Has he not sent me to the men which sit on the wall that they may eat their own dung and drink their own piss? That's what it is in the spirit room. It's piss. God does not like to see hypocritical preachers destroy his flock. It is your job to read the Bible. It is your job to learn how to test the spirit. It is your job to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things to be added unto thee. I never told anybody on this internet radio station that my gas went out. My gas is out right now. But I got a brother in the Lord who's going to fix it. He didn't even charge me nothing. We're good friends. And that's how God made me. I didn't even have the money to get my uh, car fixed. I, I got this jacket. I don't even know who sent this jacket to me. I don't know. I had a little Pittsburgh Steelers shirt on, and I said I love the Steelers, which is my favorite football team. I didn't ask for this, and it was real cold because I've been living in Jamaica. And God sent me a jacket to keep me warm. I'm not preaching for your money. I'm preaching the kingdom of God. What I'm trying to establish with you is to make sure that you don't get deceived with these preachers. In this chapter, we see in Jeremiah prophesies woe and judgment of the traditional spiritual Christians at that time. The priests and the false prophets was among itching themselves with money, caring about the conditions of the people was last. They would be and destroy the people sent into exile. God don't like that when you take his sheep and destroy them with false doctrine. I couldn't sleep. I don't know how Creflo Dollar sleeps. I don't know how Leroy Thompson sleeps. T.D. Jakes, that's a joke. I've always called them out. I've always called them out. Excellent speaker, great oratorical, great storyteller. But Jesus spoke in parables. See, this is this is what's causing a, the rift in the body of Christ. Christians don't know the word. Shannon Davis, Omega Man Radio. I was with him. I cut him off. He told me that Jesus was ivory. That's racist because Jesus wasn't ivory. And I proved to you that the Bible says his feet is like that of brass. That's in the book of Revelation. I've taught that. I'm not here to talk about that, but I'm here to show you how people can flip scripture and twist it to make gain off of you. If you test the spirit, Lord, have mercy, Jesus. If you test the spirit, Lord Jesus, 
test the spirit. Get the gifts of the Holy Spirit so that you won't be uh, messed up with these so-called creatures. Let's look at Ezekiel 44, verse 8. Amen? We're going to look at Ezekiel 44, verse 8. King James Version, Ezekiel chapter 44, verse 8. Now watch this. King James Version. Please read the King James Version. And ye have not kept the charge of my holy thing, but ye have set keepers of my charge in my sanctuary for yourselves. These pastors are getting money for themselves. They don't care nothing about you. Robert Tilton, they said that much mail came into his uh, office and he'd take the mail, the prayer request, and throw them out the window. They just want the money. These are wolves in sheep clothing. They can't do me like that because I know the Bible. I had a person come over here knocking on my door about the uh, 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 watchtower, what you call them, the Jehovah Witness. The Lord tore them up. I ate them up alive because I know the Bible. They see me, they go the other way. If you don't know the Bible, you can definitely get messed up. Do you understand what I'm saying? You can definitely get messed up. Let's see what Jesus says about these false pastors. Let's go to Matthew chapter 23, verse 1 through 17. Again, Matthew chapter 23, verse 1 through 17, King James Version. Let's look at it. Matthew 23. Amen. And I'm going to turn into my Bible. And I'm going to get it myself. Matthew chapter 23, verse 1 through 17. Okay, let's go to Matthew. And I'm doing all scripture, so you can't say I'm making this up. Matthew 23, verse 1. And we're going to go to verse 17. And this Jesus called out 1,900 years ago. In Ecclesiastes, the Bible said there's nothing new under the sun. This is a demonic spirit that operates the spirit of lust of vindication, the spirit of manum, in these pastors. They are not interested in you. They don't care nothing about you. I see the pastor, they'll wave at you in the big old car, and the family, they'll walk out. you paying them that money to get in that car, and you're catching a bus, and you can't even get not one dime from them if you're sick. Man, I'm going to tell you, God does not like that. I don't like it. Jeremiah, uh, forgive me, uh, Matthew chapter 23, verse 1. Then spoke Jesus to the multitudes and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. All therefore whatsoever they bid you observe, and do not do after them for their works they say and do not. And the pastors are doing that today. Now, Jesus called these people out, and those Pharisees and Sadducees did not have the Spirit of God. They did not have Israel's uh, uh, wants. They didn't take care of God's sheep, and that's happening today. And Jesus says, for they bind heavy burdens and grievous to be bore and lay them on themselves' shoulders, but they themselves would not move them with one of their fingers. I had another lady who called me from St. Louis, Missouri. I asked her, can I give permission for to say this? I'm not going to say her name. I'm going to protect her, but she's not there no more. 
That lady says she gave her offerings. She gave her sacrificial offerings. God promised her that she was going to get healed. If you just sold me $500 more, six more months, you're going to get healed. That lady says she did it. She didn't get healed. She did it again, didn't get healed. She said, I heard you. I said, well, I hope you heard the Lord in me. And I told her, look at, listen to Derek Prince. As she began to read the Bible for herself, she was able to open up her eyes. You need to open up your eyes that you may see because there are demons behind this, these so-called pastors. The prosperity doctrine, it is not in the Bible. Now, the African-American churches and the white church here in America, they good with that Joel Steen got a big old coliseum, watered-down virgin. If you come into Christ for money, you need to stay in the world because God's kingdom is not based on money. <laughs> Jesus hit him with this. For they bind heavy burdens and grievous to be bore and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. They asked George Myers, do you worry about people when they ask for something and you can't provide? No, I don't worry about them. She don't care. She don't care. They just good talkers. Please don't get caught up in that. Then Jesus says, but all their works they do for to be seen of men. They make board of their uh, paralysis and enlarge the borders of their garments through their body, through their bank account, because you don't know the word of God. And love the uppermost rooms at feasts and the chief seats in the synagogue. You ever go to a revival? They're all sitting up at the top and the pastor up there and the first lady sitting there. And then they got everybody up there. And then when it's time for you to need something, go get, make an appointment to see my secretary. That man will call the secretary and say, well, he called, tell him I'm busy. I've had people tell me that, grateful that I didn't come under that type of doctrine. God bless Pastor Wayne C. Thompson. I'm a disciple of Pastor Wayne C. Thompson from Fellowship of Faith Church International. And he uh, taught me faith, and he told me before he passed away, three things to stay away from as a minister, money, women, and pride. And what these pastors are doing now, they're doing the opposite. But let me say this here. They won't get away with it. Then he says, but all their works they do, for to be seen of men, they make more their uh, Pharisees and enlarge their borders and their garments and love the uppermost rooms at feasts and the chief seats in the synagogue. You see, the word does not like this type of stuff. Matter of fact, Jesus called them out in their days. Jesus says in Matthew twenty-three thirteen, but woe unto you scribes and woe unto you hypocrites. For you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For ye neither go in yourself, neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. They don't teach nothing about suffering because it don't bring money. They don't teach nothing about self-righteousness because it don't bring no money. They don't teach nothing about holiness. The Bible says without holiness you cannot see God. The Bible says be ye holy, therefore I am holy. There is no scripture in the Bible that gives reference to a prosperity minister. See, the African-Americans are caught up with it, and the white church caught up with it, and the white evangelicals, they're really caught up in this stuff because they're supporting an evil, unsaved man who's been charged with sexually assaulting a human being and still want him president. That's the evangelical movement. 
Those are demonic spirits pushing that. Jesus' words, his most severe denouncement, his words was directed against religious leaders and teachers who had rejected at least a part of the revealed word of God and replaced it with their own ideas and interpretations. T.D. Jake did that. He said he's evolving. That's not in the Bible. The Bible said that your life is hidden in Christ, according to Colossians 3.3. Your life is hidden in the Lord. He says he's evolving. See, you got to listen to what they say, and you have to be able to discern. The spirit of Jesus should be noted rather than tolerating an accomplished person who are outwardly appears righteousness, but inwardly are wolves, religious performers, but who are unrighteous in their personal lives. Jesus confronts their hypocrisy and their sinfulness. They love money. For the love of money is the root of all evil. Must be able to hear the word of the Lord based on Ezekiel 34, verse 19. A good pastor must have his house in order, 1 Timothy 3, 5, and must be able to hear from the Lord, Revelation 2, 29. I noticed that these pastors, especially in the uh, prosperity doctrine, they don't never teach people to make teach them how to hear the Lord. They want you to depend on them. I know a pastor in Jamaica told a person who they can't marry. That That's, you know, if anybody come to me under my ministry, and if it's a man say, I'm going to marry a man, either you're going to have to get out of here and get some deliverance because I'm not endorsing that. But if someone came to me and said, uh, I would like to get married, you don't have to go tell a man who you, what you, nah, that's between you and God. And I'm going to do a sermon, a series on how to date and how to search for a mate off my mistakes that I made. The devil is working in these last days. A pastor must be to be led by the Holy Spirit, Luke twelve eleven. Must see in the spirit spiritual things to bring forth a prophetic word to protect you from the enemy and to grow you from milk to meat. But instead of growing you from milk to meat, they growing you out their pocket for themselves and you get nothing out of it. God says, Come out from among them and be ye separate, say the Lord. And touch not that unclean thing. I notice every time I teach about this, I don't get a whole lot of listeners. But when I teach about something else, I always get packed. And I'm saying, well, Lord, why is this? They're under that doctrine. I'm not under I don't teach prosperity. It's not biblical. A truth pastor must be able to understand scripture and rightly divide the word of truth. He must have the mind of Christ, 1 Corinthians 2.16, Philippians 2.5. He must fear the Lord. He must preach the word in season and out of season. He must be able to cast out demons, preach the word, heal the sick. But do they do that? No. I want you to know that Jesus is the true shepherd. And we should follow our Savior as the true shepherd. There are shepherds that have no concern for you. They desire your money. It hurt me when a sister in the Lord came to me years ago when I was a, 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 a chaplain. She was coming to the office and she had a church. And she told me that she wanted to get promoted in the church. The pastor told her, you got to go to bed with me before I give you a, a position in the church. Now, how is that God? Do you know that people followed Jim Jones? They didn't know the Bible. And they died. He taught them the signal, white knights, white knights, that mean to go drink the poison. We got Christians drinking 
spiritual poison with these dead pastors and y'all still set up in there and like this foolishness. But I'm going to tell you something. You definitely will go to hell. Turn to Zechariah 11:12, King James Version. Amen. Let's turn there. Zechariah chapter 11, verse 12, King James Version. King James Version, Zechariah chapter 11, verse 12. Let's read it, and let's see what the word says. And I said unto them, If you think good, give me my peace, and if not, forbear. So they wait for my price, 30 pieces of silver. Judas was very greedy. That's a Judas spirit in these passages. That's all that is. It's a Judas spirit. Judas wanted money. Well, these pastors are really, really under this Judas uh, spirit because their job is to feed you the truth, teach you the word, and not let them look up to them, but they're the messenger, and to be humble, to love you, to teach you the word correctly. That's the will of God. Today, God bless me, and I ain't never said, I need y'all to help me with my air condition. God bless me. I didn't have no air condition. The Lord told me, go to Home Depot, and uh, I'm going to bless you. I went to Home Depot. I got a credit card. I bought an air conditioner. The Lord told me, wait on me. Pay this off. Be still. And as I waited on God, he kept blessing me. I had a person knock on my door today because I'm going on a fast. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, well, I'm going to make sure I keep Donald Trump out of office. I'm going to bind every demon in him. Please join me on a fast. You may fast for your health. You may fast for your for uh, uh, your desire to love your husband, get someone saved. Please understand fasting. I will do a teaching on that. But I fast every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday to block this man. If we get this man, it may be a civil war in America. This man is not a Christian, and you've got a lot of Christians supporting this. I was lost, but they weren't my friends anyway because I, I tested them. Two friends. And this white brother in the Lord named Brother Paul, I was a real nice brother to me. Now, I'm going to say some, some things that he said, and that wasn't no Christian. I like Jamaica. He said, oh, yeah, I like Jamaica. I like that black pussy. Right in front of my face. That's that's racism. And every time I watched him, I watched him, I watched him, I watched him. Hey, brother, how you doing? Oh, everything's fine. The minute I say Donald Trump, or uh, I, uh, I need to talk to you about that. I don't want to hear nothing about that. He don't want to hear the truth. He wants to go and vote. Y'all putting your trusts in these politicians. They can't help you. We are in some serious, 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 serious signs. There are many false prophets out here. Please do not allow these false prophets and false teachers to send you to hell. Study the word of God. Humble yourself. Listen to Derek Prince. Now, I'm a very avid Derek Prince supporter because he teaches the word in in its simplicity. I'm not here to get your money. I am doing this not for you. I'm doing this to the Lord. Colossians 3.17 and 3.23, whatever you do, do wholeheartedly as unto the Lord. Make sure that you study the Bible. Don't let these pastors deceive you. Please don't. We're going to do a powerful teaching on marriage. 
and I'm going to have to change out because the Lord moved on my heart to tra- teach people how to date a person. When you date a person, to a man meet the woman, you don't need to buy her nothing when y'all first date. Tell her to put her money in, let her buy her meal, and you buy You don't make no commitment like that. Where's that in the Bible? You don't. You need to wait to make sure that, that God has sent you that person. But nowadays, the woman, I got nothing against women, nothing against men. But if you dating, you buy your own uh, food, let her buy her own food. Y'all need to know each other. You ain't obligated to pay for her meal. You need to find out if this is the right one to wait on God. We're going to do some teaching on that. But I want to tell you that the walls are being teared down. God is exposing these pastors. And I pray to God that you've learned something today. And I pray that you will love the Lord. I pray that you give the Lord uh, your life and be serious about his wall because he'll meet your needs. I didn't have a jacket. I, and I said, Lord, I need a jacket. I don't get that much income here. It takes a thousand dollars a month to run this radio station. My light bill. I've got a lot of computers. It, it's it's high. I'm running a lot. I have to pay for technical support. That I have. I pay for airtime. I, I I have a, a sound broadcaster. I have to make sure that my technicians. It's a lot that you don't see. And God has met my needs. I don't depend on people. I depend on God. But you're supposed to give. The Bible says, freely as you give, freely as you receive. But if you're under prosperity doctrine, you'll be the one giving and not receiving no money back. Come out of that. Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not that unclean thing. I want to thank you for listening to me here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio. It's an honor to be here. You can come in the blog talk room and you can listen to me. I'm going to open up lines. The number is 646-378-1857. Match number one. I'll set in there for you if you want to call for prayer and for whatever you need. I'll be in here a while. If those don't come, I'll turn it off. But we're going to have a really powerful sermon on marriage, marriage covenant, and the proper way of dating. Don't let nobody take your money. The Bible says, if a man shall not work, he shall not eat, Second Thessalonians 3.10. I don't believe that pastors should be having $200,000 cars when people in the church need something. I don't like to see pastors riding Rolls Royces and see their member on the street corner and then even see, it won't even pass. This lady told me I saw Creflo Dollar. Hey, pastor. He nice Mercedes. He didn't even want to give her a ride to church. He just kept on going. There's no way I set up nothing like that. And don't you set up on anything like that. May the Lord Jesus bless you. Do not support Donald Trump Christians. Go vote, especially for African Americans. We didn't have the right to vote. It took a Baptist pastor, Dr. Martin Luther King, to give us that right. Go and vote. Do not allow this man to steal your your country. This is a liar. These Christians who are following them are carnal Christians, a very carnal. They're very carnal. God does not like carnality. Do not vote for this wicked, evil man. I do speak up against him because this is a threat to American democracy. I'm very serious. Don't vote for that. God bless you. Please sow a seed if the Lord moves upon your heart. That's all I say. If the Lord, I don't need to talk you in and give you some 
poor testimony to make you feel, oh, I'm sorry, let me give him. I don't like to do that. Just give it to the Lord. When I suffer, I make sure that I'm suffering for the Lord, and I make sure that the Lord meets my needs. He did today. Woman pulled up and gave me fruits. I take the fruits and put them in a chopping machine, a mixer, and drain it, and that's what I drink with my fast. I said, Lord, I don't have no no fruit because I couldn't afford it. I need to fast. God met my needs. This jacket costs about three, $400. I don't even know who gave it to me. The Lord. Depend on the Lord, not on the preacher. If you'd like to rededicate your life to the Lord, please take this opportunity to hear me and to follow my words. Heavenly Father, I come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. I ask that you forgive me for all my sins, known and unknown. The word says, if you believe in your mouth and confess that Jesus is Lord, thou shalt be saved. Save me, Lord Jesus. Give me the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the evidence of speaking in tongues. And when you do that, seal yourself from the world, and I guarantee you, your life will change. If you're going through a trial and tribulation, I'd like to encourage you to tell you, stand. I stood. I went for four months with no air condition, and the next day, that air condition been out. The Lord blessed me with a portable air condition. My whole living room is cool. Even came back here in the uh, in the in the, in the summertime it was very hot. God bent my knees. I didn't have to beg nobody. God sent me a car. I got a 2001 four Taurus. Nice. I'm not, I can't take the people's money on this internet radio station. I pray that I get a lot of members where they can bring forth money so I can establish an account to help members. I want to do that, but I don't have enough members to do that. That's my desire. My desire is to lead you to the word, not follow me, but follow Yeshua the Messiah, and don't let no man deceive you. You can go to www.livedeliverance.com to sow a seed. As a matter of fact, I am on the bottom. Our, our site for money is way down there. I did that for a reason because I'm not motivated by the money that I get from people. I'm motivated by being obedient to the Lord, and God moves and bless, and he will bless you. God shows no respect respect to a person. God bless you. If you like to sow a seed, if the Lord move upon your heart, you can do so by going to www.livedeliverance.com. And as God move upon your heart, sow a seed. I don't sit here and tell you if you sow a seed, you're going to get this and that in such and such a months. I don't do that. That's false prophecy. That's prophesying a lie. That's a violation of Jeremiah 14, 14. I would never do that to you. Again, if you would like to sow a seed, please go to www.livedeliverance.com. On the lower left-hand corner of the icon, you can sow a seed or go to www.livedeliverance.com and go to GoFundMe. God bless. Shalom to you. Be not deceived. Be not deceived. Jesus says in Matthew 24:4, and Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Shalom. Okay, I'm going to wait for anybody that's in the room that wants to uh, have any questions and answers. We're going to wait about three or four more minutes. If not, I'm going to get off air, and I'm going to sit and just listen to some Derek Prince. Amen. Shalom to you. God bless every last one of you. God bless every last one of you. Serve the Lord.
Amen. Shalom. I've been so good to me.